but I, it's really weird because when you have nostalgic, I'm I'm curious like when when you remember events, do, are you looking at it through a lens where you put yourself back into the position that you were at that moment when you felt it, or are you looking through a lens of like who you are today, looking back at the memory? All right, everybody, welcome back to Almost Cool. Jordan over here, Marty over there. I'm over here, I swear. He's over there. What's up, buddy? <laughs> How's it going, man? It's going all right, man. Going all right. I like how you were just like, oh, he's about to say it. I can't wait. I'm over here, I swear. <laughs> the anticipation every time. See it in your eyes. See it in my eyes. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Man, um, I don't know. Honestly, I don't really have too much of like a pre-show banter, I feel. Mm-hmm. I'm just so kind of antsy to talk about this shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dive right in, man. man. I'm so fucking ready. Um, so I want to paint a picture for everyone really quick. This is something while I was taking my pre-show poop that I was just like, oh, this would be a great intro. This would be fun. <laughs> I'll probably butcher it. Uh, <laughs> but I want everyone to close your eyes, take a journey with me, There you go, Marty. You follow directions. Good. Uh, (laughs) You're eight years old. You just got off the school bus. It's 3.45 p.m. You rush home. You live three blocks from the bus stop. You get inside. AC hits you. You're a little sweaty because it's so humid outside. You run into your room. You have a poster of... Fucking Stone Cold Steve Austin. (laughs) (laughs) And that damn recorder you never learned how to play for music class, sitting on the desk collecting dust. (laughs) You can't wait. You've been talking about it all day. You rush to the TV. You know the ones with the big box that get warm? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Took up half the living room. (laughs) Took up half the living room. You blow on your GoldenEye 64 cartridge. You plug it in. Doesn't start. You take it out. You blow it off again. You plug it in. Boom, there it is. is. (laughs) Now you do the same thing now. That was the best time of your life as a kid. You go home. Maybe it's Christmas time. You dig your stuff out of the family closet. You say, damn, look at that. N64. The jungle green that was clear through mm. came with a, with a copy of Donkey Kong, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. That's the one I got. That's the one I had. Um, <laughs> you say, why not? I'm going to plug it in. Find your 007 <laughs> GoldenEye 64 <laughs> cartridge. Blow it off a few times. Plug it in. And you just have this rush of emotion, this rush of just like, oh, my God, like, this is taking me back. This is so great. <laughs> you press start. And you say, what the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> what is this shit? I, why do I love this? <laughs> the graphics are what now? <laughs> what is this? This is terrible. This is terrible. 
Today, my friends, we are talking about the facade of nostalgia. Yes. <laughs> that was great. That's so true. <laughs> oh, man. That was such a long-winded, kind of butchered intro. But I think it got the point across that sometimes things are just not as good as you remember them. Oh, yeah. I totally agree. <laughs> and, you know, I was thinking about this... Um, for the last month or so. So I went on this trip and a childhood friend of mine, you know, is getting married and oh man, Loki hope he doesn't listen to us. But yeah, he doesn't really, you know, keep in touch anyway. So <laughs> I get invited to go to this wedding. I take Allison uh and my friend Kenny, he comes along. We were the trio back in the day. Make our trip, you know, get on a plane and go to Los Angeles. And just everything is, I was, the immediate thought of what the fuck is this? What is happening? Just rushed through my brain. Like this wasn't the same person that I was friends with, or maybe it was the exact same person Mm -hmm. I was friends with. And I just got older. But after this whole trip was said and done, it was just like, man, like, I haven't seen this guy in years, really, besides once or twice in passing or just for a quick night out, and it just wasn't the same at all, and it really kind of mm-hmm. kind of affected me in this weird way of just, man, did I outgrow this person? Did they change? Did they outgrow me? Or are they just like... And Kenny, I feel, felt the same way. You know, we've been talking about it off and on for the last couple of weeks every time we get together and it, I don't know. It's just like the, the nostalgia trip of like, Oh man, we haven't seen this guy in forever. We're about to have such a great weekend. It's going to be so much fun. And literally everything that could go wrong went wrong on this trip. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like there, it seemed that there was no, no outreach to help your friends that just came across the country to see you and to celebrate you. Yeah. And it seemed like he didn't really want us around except for the fact to have a couple of people from home at this wedding. And it kind of hurt. And I say kind of hurt. It really hurt. It hurt my feelings. It hurt just my, my sense of like, damn, like what? Like I thought this was a really great guy and you know, nothing against him. I'm he is. But it's like, I thought we were good friends. Like, I've known you since I was 12 years old, 10 years old. And you just kind of fucked me, man. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. In multiple yeah. ways. In multiple ways. I don't know. It just wasn't. What, what ah, was... yeah. Sorry. <laughs> it, like, um, so for, like. Like you, you don't have to give like clear specific examples, but just like a, you know, is there anything like that would just like that one thing that just drove you well, crazy? Well, we didn't have a car when we got there. The place that we were staying was 40 miles away from the airport. And when he got there, he didn't, he didn't wait for us. He didn't wait an hour for us to get there and ride to the place with him. Mm-hmm. Um, he took the only vehicle that we had access to and, you know, grabbed his buddy and they went to, and just told us to meet him over there. And it cost, you know, $120 and three hours of my life to get 
40 miles down the road yeah, in LA you're traffic. LA. It's like, <laughs> you're not, yeah, you're not just like going down the road in LA. Like, <laughs> it's just like us, Allison and I, trying to find a car to rent <laughs> for like four hours, like hauling our bags across <laughs> downtown Los Angeles. <laughs> My God. <laughs> it was awful. And then, like, the next day, like, oh, we're going to go do, like, I want to hang out with you guys. And we go and, you know, grab lunch, which was fun, which was nice. But then he just drops us off at his future in-law's house and says, well, y'all are setting up my entire wedding, so uh, I'll see y'all later. Now, like, they don't, want, like, they don't want me to be here, and so I need y'all to go and set everything up for us. What, like, like, dropped you off with no predetermined like hey guys are you uh, are you guys available to do this for me it would really help no, out just like that, you guys had lunch and that was that it. morning he was like hey uh yeah so i'm i'm gonna you know we'll, we'll go out and then at lunch he's like yeah i'm gonna drop y'all off at so-and-so's house so y'all can go set up and we're like what like what <laughs> why I you could ask but yeah, i mean I'm we'll not, do it yeah, yeah it's totally fine but like yeah we love you yeah, we're, we're here, here for you, you, but, here for like, you but, like, but we just got dropped off we were sitting like this group of people we don't know, people we've never met before. Kenny and I are fucking hauling chairs and tables and setting up tents and stuff. And mm-hmm. poor Allison is being forced to do this. Like, I understand me and Kenny were doing it, but you forced my girlfriend to do it, who you've never met before. Who's your plus who's one my, to this like, wedding? Who is my plus, who is my date to this thing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> poor Allison. And you just, anyway... So, like, <laughs> after three hours of setting everything up, and we still weren't finished, mind you. There's a lot of stuff to do. Allison yeah. came up to us and said, well, y'all, I don't know about y'all, but I'm ready to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> and me mm-hmm. and Kay looked at each other and said, absolutely. So we told them, like, hey, y'all, like, like we're going to go grab some food. We're going to go out after. Whenever y'all are finished, please come meet us out. Like, we'll have fun tonight. Like, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. no problem, no problem. Yeah, 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 no problem. We go out, like, we're having a fun time, and then we, we're like, three more hours goes by, and we still haven't heard from them. And so we shoot them a text, like, hey, where are y'all? Like, are y'all still working? It's like, oh, no, we've been done for an hour and a half. We're at this bar, like, across town right now. And I was like, bro, like, why didn't you let us know? Like, well, what's going on? Yeah, like, I, we told y'all we were leaving. Yeah, like, we told you to meet us out. And so we take another ridiculously priced Uber to go meet up with them. Mm-hmm. And when we get there, we're there for 10 more minutes. And they want to take a third ridiculously overpriced Uber to go to the casino. And I was like, okay, let's get like a big one and we'll split it. They're like, yeah, we're not going to do that. And so we had to take two separate Ubers to this thing. And Kenny and I are fuming. Allison's just like, I just want to go home. <laughs> like, this mm-hmm. is boring. Yeah. At that point, you're done. And we just get kind of... <sighs> I don't know. Like, when we get to this casino, this guy and his couple of buddies, they, you know, venture off to their own thing. And it's like, bro, like, why are we, why did we even come? Let alone, why do we come to the casino? Why do we even come to this city to come with you if you're just going to bail on us every chance you get? You know what I mean? Yeah. No, absolutely. And it really hurt. It really just, just like, ugh. Just a really uncomfortable time. Kenny was mm-hmm. mad. Very understandable about it. I was mad. Allison was mad. The wedding itself was really fun. Don't get me wrong. Um, 
I let loose. I had a great time. I was like, you know what? All this partying I was wanting to do all weekend, I'm going to do it tonight, and I don't care. So me and Kenny got yep. absolutely <laughs> just ignorant. <laughs> Left the feelings at the door, and you he were there to party. Like <laughs> Ignorant. And we had fun. And we had fun. And like, I don't know. It's just not even a thank you, really, for making our way out there. Or thank you yeah. for any of the things that we were doing. Yeah, or, like no appreciation was or said. I'm or sorry felt. for the inconveniences that were put upon us and it's just Mm -hmm. and so when i got home i was just like man like all these thoughts rushing through my head of just this is a nostalgic friendship this is just i looked back on it and i was like oh man like i had such a great time like we were that close as as youngsters we're gonna be this close now and when push came to shove no we weren't yep and that's just been kind of you know, it's a it's a big deal. I mean, it doesn't sound like the biggest deal in the world. Everybody outgrows friends and but it was just a when I was an awkward kid, this guy wanted to hang out with me and I always felt good about that. Yeah, absolutely. I thought we had each other's backs <laughs> and it just wasn't <laughs> the case, you know. Yeah, no, I to- I totally feel that too because I I don't know, friends through familiarity to me is like it's been something that I've been dealing with too. And I think it's a step that everyone has to take when they're getting older. It's really weird. Cause I, I have very close, I think my closest friends that I consider are people like you and people like my friends, Mason and Ian, who I don't like, I have best friends that are immediately around me. Like my roommates are my best friends. We've been, we've done a lot together. And, but the people that I consider with that, with that nostalgic feeling from grade school and on, is I haven't like I talk to them every now and then, but mm-hmm. I have like that feeling of every time I saw them, we just kicked off where we were, and then I never had that. Uh, or I shouldn't say never, because like the people that I continue wanting to communicate with them, that's why, because they make me feel this good about I, I, when we like I, Mason and Ian and and all of them. When we get together, it's like I can tell you're not the same person, mm-hmm. but you're a better person from when we last hung out. And when I say better, I don't mean like, oh, I, like I agree with your what you're doing in life now and more. And so yeah. it's just like you treat me like the way you used to always treat me, but now it's even hypened because now you've grown as a person and now you're like better in that sense yeah. of uh, yeah. And so like uh, like every time we get together, I'm like, oh fuck. And I imagine myself going to their weddings, which I am this summer, and I'm like gung ho because I know it, it's going to be this event where I show up and. Like we're, you know, they're going to be like, all right, we're, we're partying, we're doing this. And they're going to make me feel included. Like I've always felt with them. And like, they're, they have new friends. They have a whole new life that, you know, we haven't seen each other. And, you know, we see once, uh, maybe once a year, you know, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And so they have a whole life outside of me. And like, but with that, they're new friends and stuff. Like they're going to make sure everything is all inclusive and make, make me appreciative or make me feel appreciated in that moment. And I could, I'm in your boat. Cause if it didn't go this way is like how I would feel with you. I would feel extremely fucking hurt and be almost yeah. like I, I'm going to throw hands with you man. Like we had we had all this history. We have like you know me in this way like that, that no one else does. And you're pushing me to the curbside for people that you have formed this new life with, which is great. I'm glad you're out there making new friends and and yeah. living your life, but you know like <laughs> you're you're treating me like a like I'm a friend that you're like a cousin that you haven't talked to very much at your yeah. wedding. You know, it's like, oh man, yeah. like the fuck like i don't want to be treated that way especially if uh history is like involved in our friendship but i 
oh, I just like some people just lose touch. Like whenever, you know, all your best friends that you grow up and you have you go different ways and then you maybe never like 100 percent lose connection. But you get that thing of like, OK, we're, we're grown and then you don't see their day to day life or you don't you're not in their uh, life like even a lot and then so you get invited to something yeah. like that and you just like use it you run through all the good memories you had all the good oh this curse this person was great this person was great and then you get in front of them again and it's like you don't even know them it's like where where did this go like what what happened what i know mean? things might be a little weird yeah. just because we haven't been around each other but it shouldn't be like it should just be like we i don't know like it, we shouldn't have to re- relearn to have how to be friends again you know exactly and i'm I'm just like oh man and like that (laughs) you get i get pissed because i'm going in i know it's a little bit of setting myself up for a failure of like going in with expectations but i think it's a proper expectation to make it's like oh i'm traveling it's not like it's like okay this was a louis like in new orleans 15 minutes down the road like i'm happy to like hang out and like all right we haven't seen each other in a while it's whatever because i can go home in like 10 minutes right it's like nothing big you're traveling you you bought a plane ticket you're on your way across the country you get there and la is just a hellhole in general like (laughs) so all these complications i never go to la again (laughs) i will be a very oh you couldn't pay me you couldn't pay me to live there like i i hate it i hate it it so much um i don't like it and it's i don't (laughs) know just like in in his case, I don't want to like vouch for him or anything. I just want to play like devil's advocate a little bit of being like, okay, he has the stress of this whole wedding he has to plan, and like he's battling yeah. family and all these different types of friends being around all at the same time and kind of humoring that. And but and like I totally get that, but I didn't think you the way you were explaining it was like, all right, we're going out to eat. Just let us know where you end up at. Like we know you have a lot to do. Like we're not here to like spend a hundred percent of our time with you. We get that. Like, cause this is like a yeah. moment between you and your new wife uh, and like your family involved in that. It's great. But <laughs> it's like, even as simple, I know it sounds like to, it's to me, it's like, it sounds small when you're like, Oh, just text us where you're at. And then they end up going out and not texting you where you're at. And it's like, well, like, I don't, I don't, I'm not, I'm not from LA. I don't know where I am. I'm not gonna, I don't know. Like if you're like, Hey, I'm at this bar, like come over here. It's not just like a simple yeah. little, all right, well, well, let's go down the block. Like they're down there. It's a, it's a hassle to get to you. And it's like, you're creating all these complications for everyone else just to make yeah. your life appeased. And then you don't take, because you, maybe it's like, he feels that lost touch with you some way, somehow, but it's still like, oh, that's an old friend. You know, that's like the feeling I hate is because yeah. you're making considerations because of old friendships or like, you know, it's a, you have that in your mind. Of like, we're an old friend. I can't like totally ditch them. But like, you know, I don't – it's like I'm not going to make the same considerations I would for people who are immediately close to me now. It's like, man, that, like, screw you then. You know, it's – That reminds me of um, – I was just watching – Allison and I watched that movie Train Spotting. Um, a couple days ago, oh, y'all got deep. Have you ever yeah, seen? Yeah, you ever yeah, seen I'm sure you That's a that's a terrifying movie. It's a it wild a movie, cr- and there's like this quote that went on through. Of, they're talking about oh, what's the guy with the mustache? Um, I can't remember his name. Some Scottish name. Let's call him Hank. It's like yeah, Hank's fucking crazy, but he's a mate. What are you gonna do? Like that's just how mm-hmm. it is. Like we, I, I feel like I was guilty of just like putting so much into our old friendship into the memories of our friendship that I was like, you know what? It's going to be good. It's going to be fun. Even though I pretty much have no idea what this person does anymore. Like at all. I have no idea. All I know is for the last five years is that you got married Yep. (laughs) and I Mm -hmm. was there. That's all Mm -hmm. I remember. That's all I know about you. Um, And it's just, it's a wild thing 
that I don't know. It's sad because it, it makes me low-key feel like it, it is kind of, I take some sort of responsibility for, you know, yeah, this guy was a friend and I, I stopped keeping in touch with him as much, mm-hmm. you know? Like, I don't want to put it all on him. I don't want to, you know, I know phones work both ways. He could have easily called me um, multiple times. I could have done the same mm-hmm. thing. It's not fair to put the blame of this friendship going by the wayside on my shoulders. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, I don't know. I, I've been a little hard on myself about it for some reason. I don't even know. It's not even that difficult of a situation. It's just, yeah, man, like, you're just not that close to friends anymore. That's mm-hmm. okay. But I feel this weird sense of just like, oh, this is one of my childhood friends. Like, you know, I learned about life alongside mm-hmm. this guy. You know what I'm saying? It's just a weird feeling of having to cut that out and having to move on yep. from that. And like have the closure mm-hmm. of, yeah, this is, we're just not friends yep. anymore. And it's a, it's a hard pill to swallow. Okay. It really, because it's, you know, you like if yeah. you, because what it feels like is like if you're saying you've moved on from the friendship, then you're trying to forget or like not, you know, like just disregard everything that happened before, you know, because that's why it's so hard is like, mm-hmm. oh, if I, I have this best friend I've known for years, we're little and like we have, we have formed all this like neighborhood, uh, like whenever we're doing hood rat shit with our friends, like just messing around, being goofballs. Those are the memories I look back on with my best friends in grade school. And then now, and, and yeah. it's it's a perfect relationship with me and my um, best friend from home, Ian. He's he's an amazing guy, and we're still best friends to this day. But we've went different paths. Like we we've had different lives. You know, we went to college. We separated. We always stayed close friends. We always saw each other on holidays, things like that. But we went different ways, and. There was moments yeah. where we're like we were so in touch, like talking almost every day, to moments where we wouldn't talk, you know, for months at a time. It was kind of like me and your relationship when we were in school. And there but there was all this like yeah. this little like back of my memory every time thing like the stars aligned, we got to see each other and it was like, Okay, well, I remember this thing that happened with these people or like this person. And then when I got back in front of them, it like ignited that again. Like something in us hanging out ignited mm-hmm. being like, okay, I remember all those good times and we're still making good times. Like we're still like, we're not reverting back to our old selves, but it, like it was like we made good memories and now we're on our way to go- making more memories. Like that's the way that French- yeah. friendship for- works for me and which is why distance and duration of time between friendships doesn't really affect me, especially if you love, like if you're saying you love mm-hmm. me and we're great friends, I don't have any anxiety about that. Um, but I don't know when you get to, like, I can see if Ian was like, all right, we're, we, we haven't talked in years. And like, it's not, uns- it's like a little bit unsaid. Cause it's hard to be like, Hey, I know we were lifelong friends, but we're not friends anymore. Like, you don't want to say that. Usually it happens gradually. Yeah. Right. Like <laughs> you just gotta let it. Yeah. It's kind of like realization. Like, yeah. Like, yeah, all right, well, I guess we faded. Um, but, and, but like that feeling is like, Oh my God, I just like, it, it just feels like not, not wasted time. Not in any means. Because when I look back at it, I'm like, I just wasted my mm-hmm. time with this person. It's not that that's not what it is. But it's just like I'm f- like feeling like all those memories now are just like like that person doesn't matter in the story anymore, and it, it fucks with me. Because yeah. like some of those moments are like I know it sounds weird, but like some of my f- most fun memories would be like smoking weed in my car in a like at a park in high school or something like that. Because we were being sneaky or being fun, and like we were all like hanging out, and then those best friends that i had you know like one of those are some of the most fond memories just because of the situation and then looking back on it yeah (laughs) like 
I don't know. I just like some of those people have fallen out and like have done some bad things um, in their life and done bad things to me. And now when I look back at those memories, I remember the memory, but the person that's next to me is now not a factor in that story. And that makes me upset. Like, I'm like, damn, like, I just feel like this part of my life was so influenced. And so like my happiness and my emotional state of this whole (laughs) uh, whirlwind of this good time was created because I was feeding off this energy of this person and they, they helped it if they fed into it. And so now when that, when you remove that person, cause they're not friends anymore, it's like that memory is like, it's just a memory now. It's not a good or bad memory. It's just a memory. It's just a thing that happened. happened, And I, and that fucks with me a lot because like, I, I can't move on with things like that. Like I remember like I, like with me and you Hooter, um, that memory of us just sitting by uh, the campfire and I just drank a little too much that night and then Brad came and got me and it was like it was a really simple chill yeah. night all we did was drink and hang out on a fire and I with your roommates and just chilling and I, for some reason I look back on that it's like I still go oh what a great time because we're still friends like we're still I like I go through yeah. that phase of being like oh shit like Hooter's still in my life I care about that dude like he's <laughs> my one of my day ones now look back and I can be like, yeah, that's still a good memory. But if we became, if we like somehow lost touch and like didn't become, like lost a friendship, God forbid. But <laughs> I, it would just be like, oh, that was a good time in college. And that one time I was at a campfire with some friends, you know, like I would exclude you from the story, try yeah. to exclude you from the memory. Yeah. Or like, yeah. Just, just be, be some like, friends. Oh, yeah. And that, that's so hurtful to like me as a person. Cause I don't want to do that. I don't want to like. Like, we don't have to stay friends, but I do want to, like, it, I don't know. Like, the nostalgia feeling is so... You get high from it. It's like... <laughs> it's like... It's like cutting your ex-girlfriend's face out of a, a picture of you two. Yeah! Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like... Like, yeah, I was with someone, you know, like I went to here's proof. I went I to the Cayman Islands, but like there's a like, whole cut out where her head is. Like, I've been there before. <laughs> Yeah, and that's what, that's what, it. Just <laughs> feels like, and I and but I will say a lot of I, w- I want to like uh, ease a little bit of our minds with that too. If I if I can, it's like a lot of that stuff. Like if it doesn't happen personally, like I know it happened to you directly, and you and Kenny and Allison was lumped into that. But a lot of that stuff is like it feels like it happens. And it's like uncontrollable or uncontrolled by that person because like they lost some kind of emotion for you because you're not around all the time. They lost some kind of hold that they are like the value of your friendship because of that. And, and and that happens naturally. I'm not mad about it because I, you know, people go on their own ways and stuff, but it's the thing where I like, I, I think of things or like that person is going to be great because of all these good memories. And like we've had, and we're going to click and we're going to like bounce back. And when that, that, that's, that's several situations happening to me where I, met up with an old friend and then it's like oh man like what all these memories that you know i made were just maybe they were good in the time and looking back on is fun but talking about them now i'm like realizing it's it it was not good or like it was a lot worse than i remember or like you know it's like you don't realize trauma until you say it out loud you know like (laughs) there's been you ever had a story with someone that that you like rekindle your friendship or something for a small brief of time and then you start exchanging stories again of like what you guys used to do together and you're like you say something like i like me talking about smoking weed in the park i like as i was saying it i was like oh that's like 
like looking back on it, it's a good memory, but like in my I'm like I'm just a dumbass little kid. Like I'm making bad decisions, like <laughs> that probably wasn't as good as I thought it was. Like <laughs> something like that, you know? It's yeah. like, oh <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I, man. I think it's funny. I think it's funny how um I kind of thought about like m- nostalgic memories to me have a serious case of like um like Benjamin mm-hmm. Button disease or where while you're in that moment it's really not that great but the farther you get away from it you kind of block out all the bad things about it and it slowly looks better over time Mm. Mm -hmm. and then you get back to it and it's like oh god that was terrible (laughs) you're so fucking right (laughs) it's like it's like i'm i'm imagining like okay look at a clock face and the nostalgia clock is a dead plant at noon. At three o'clock, it's a, you know, a withering plant. Six o'clock, it's just one that needs water. At nine o'clock, it's a healthy fucking ficus. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But it's just weird as the time goes by, those memories look a lot more polished and a lot more healthy to you. And then when you go back at it, it's just like, oh, God, this is awful. Like, that was, that was such a... Like, like when I go to... <laughs> a restaurant or watch a movie that I used to love that I have. Oh man. Is... Okay. Sorry. 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 <laughs> I love I'm, it. Go I'm abandoning, it. I'm abandoning that thought. And I just thought, <laughs> yeah, go uh, for it. <laughs> miss me with, with sequels from child uh, for childhood movies. Mm-hmm. You know how unexcited I am about Sp- space jam too. <laughs> I'm in the same boat. <laughs> Bruh. If they ever made an Iron Giant 2, I just watched the Iron Giant yesterday because I loved it so much. I was feeling nostalgic. And guess what? That one holds up. That one's still it does, like it top does. five movie of all time for Agreed. me. Like, I love that movie. But like, I'm just like, man, like I have all these great memories of this movie that really just enamored me as a kid and really... like. I don't know what it was. It drew me in, and it never quite let go. Like, reading Calvin and Hobbes comics. I love Calvin and Hobbes. I still read them, and they're still just as funny. Calvin and Hobbes taught me how to fucking read. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I learned a lot of big words from an imaginary six-year-old. <laughs> and, <laughs> and just, like, uh, how, like, I don't know. It's just, it. these things that come out, these movies that come out, I guarantee you that... Space Jam 2 is not going to have that same magic that got me. Maybe it'll get another kid. Who knows? But it just ruins the first one for mm-hmm. me. You know what I'm saying? Like, it ruins that. It gives it a bitter end to what was so sweet in my in my psyche of, like, oh, dude, Michael Jordan stretched his arm, like, half court and dunked it. Best movie <laughs> ending of all time. Move aside the sixth sense. <laughs> like, you don't... <laughs> yeah no for sure nothing could top that and then now it's just like no that's gonna be tainted because now if i watch this movie i'll be like this is so stupid mm-hmm. this is so dumb mm-hmm. i don't know it just it just ruins these things yeah. for me yeah well it's like and it's it's uh, it's just like you misremember things just for the sake of having a better memory yeah. you know it's like exactly like you were saying you you i think like when i look back on those events in high school i'm leaving out like critical points of the story where i'm like oh shit that was kind of bad in that friendship or that was kind of bad in that person or the moment but i exclude it because it's like doesn't make me have that oh wow that's a nice feeling moment you know (laughs) so 
I think, uh, yeah, it's like watch a sequel. <laughs> so watch a fucking sequel to a Disney movie or something. I really like. Like if they when they when they did like the remake of The Lion King, which was amazing. Mm-hmm. It, I actually really enjoyed it. I was um, really blown away. But <laughs> I, I there was a moment before I saw it was like fuck. Like they did it. They're gonna ruin every like all these gr- the greatest one of the greatest movies of our time of me being alive and then then but they didn't and so but anyway i totally I'm totally i didn't think it was that good you. like you just yeah <laughs> and I, maybe i'm misremembering how good the lion king actually was when i like the when i first watched it but you know oh i have no no problem saying the lion king yeah great. it's i don't know I, the thing for me with the lion king was that in the cartoon you had such animated faces and like actual expressions and now on a cgi lion like when they're telling a joke, it's just the same lion face the entire yeah. time, and it really takes. Yeah, you like lose know. some of the emotion behind it, but maybe that's just us yeah. getting older, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. I don't. But then again, I'm a cartoon guy, like so. I, I do, I do like yeah, sympathize and like empathize a little bit better with like an animated cartoon or something like that than like a serious live action movie. I know, like it's yeah. so funny. I, I, I'm not a big crier in movies in any, in any means, and I will watch someone die. In like a very serious moment, like like I am Legend when he kills his dog, Will Smith kills his dog. It's like oh my god, mm-hmm. like it's heart wrenching, and like the whole and like leading up to that, you're like oh my god, he's gonna kill his best friend. I'm like because he has the disease, and like I will like watch that going like Haha, what the fuck, like I'll, I'll laugh about it, and then you like I'll watch some series where uh, like on a cartoon series or like Big Mouth or something like that, something dumb where I'm not expecting <laughs> it to like hit me in a certain way, and I'm over there like oh man, so true. <laughs> like what the fuck dude like <laughs> but uh, i just I, like oh, man. i think like and it's like looking back though it's like with nostalgic you have to remember that you do have the rose colored lens on and like you're trying to make everything mm-hmm. like look a little better just because like i like i don't like to live with regrets so even bad decisions that i've made in my life i still have those lens on like oh, i made a bad decision but like it led me to hear like who I am today. It's a it good is a good, story. and it's a good yeah. story. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, it's like a it's a good story. Like <laughs> it's really but dumb. I, it's really <laughs> weird because when you have nostalgic, I'm I'm curious. Like when when you remember events, do, are you looking at it through a lens where you put yourself back into the position that you were at that moment when you felt it, or are you looking through a lens of like who you are today, looking back at the memory? Um, it depends on the story of like, so for example, if, um, when I think about my friend, Michael Penn, I remember, uh, right before he died, I was coming home to New Orleans, like a week later anyway, for my birthday. And a buddy of mine called me. He's like, Hey, he doesn't have much time. Like, if you want to see him, you have to get down here. And whenever I think of that story, I put myself in that. I not even put myself. I fall into that emotion of me like hightailing it from Lexington to New Orleans to go see my friend on his deathbed, uh, just to turn around twelve hours later and then make that same drive the mm-hmm. next weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like I, I, I get those same emotions of how terrible it was and how, how much it meant to me. Like, it still was. It's a sweet, a bitter, very bittersweet memory for me. And I do look at it kind of nostalgically, I guess, of, man, I really did that. Like, I really took two fucking 12-hour trips in a matter mm-hmm. of a week and 
you know, for two very different things. One celebrating life, the other celebrating or, you know, mm-hmm. mourning death. You know, it's just a lot of mixed emotions that go into mm-hmm. that memory for me. But I still look at it fondly that I did get to see mm-hmm. my friend. Um, but when I think about me as a kid doing dumbass things, like jumping off of roofs <laughs> and, you know, like really hurting myself, I think, God, like... I think of myself now, how I would look at me as a kid. I'm like, God, you are so <laughs> yeah. stupid. Like, Jesus, like, yeah. what was wrong with me? And I get embarrassed by it, like, just to myself. <laughs> I don't even tell these things to anybody. It's just, I get embarrassed in my own brain <laughs> for it. Self-shame is the worst. <laughs> when you're, like, alone and you're feeling embarrassed, like, you have no one else to feel around you to, like, <sighs> influence. That's the worst. <laughs> Thank God. You know, it, it sucks, too, because you know no one really remembers it, but you distinctly remember that dumb Yes, thing it's did. because, like, yeah, you're like, I, I totally remember that where it's, like, insignificant to everyone else but you. And then you look back and, you're like, someone, yeah. I remember you bring up that story to someone else and you're like, how did you even remember that? And you're like, because that was a pivotal moment in my life. <laughs> in my life. <laughs> the most random exactly. things that shape people. <laughs> no, it's... <laughs> so I had I also had a thought on um of us prematurely ending the moment that we're in now and already looking back at it. <gasps> yeah. You know what I mean? So if we're if you and I, for example, are like taking this big road trip, you know, we're fucking crisscrossing the country, having all these adventures along the way, and then on the way home, it's just like damn, like as soon as you turn back around to go home, you mm-hmm. think, this is ending. Like this, you take yourself out of it, and you're already kind of looking back at the previous week, even though you have a whole another week mm-hmm. of road to go. There's still a no, whole other half of this road trip to go, because it's on the back half. You're just kind of, mm-hmm. uh, like, you take yourself out of the moment. You can't create even more yeah memories yeah. for yourself. You're already kind of just nostalgic for yeah the previous week even though it's still happening and that's sad because i do that like i do that <laughs> a lot <laughs> i was like damn like i take myself out of these great moments that i'm in just because i know the main part of the fun is over and even though they're still fun to be had i am just kind of i'll go outside and take a man just like man like now mm-hmm. I get to go mm-hmm. home. Like you know what I mean? Like now like the yep. now it's just another day. Like this is past me. I can't yeah. look forward to it yeah, anymore. Yeah, because when you're looking back on it's things, like how far back does it have to go for it to be that nostalgic feeling such as blowing off like a cartridge it's thing? You know, cuz that when I think of whenever you're thinking of kids, of course yeah. it's like, oh, when I was like 10 to you know, 20 years old in those years, like I can look back and be like, ha, I'm a completely different person. All those memories are like maybe dumb, stupid, ignorant, you know, arrogant, you know, mm-hmm. whatever filled uh, of my own stupidity. I look back and be like, okay, like I definitely learned from all those mistakes, but also they're good memories because I'm so happy I made them. And that, that feeling of nostalgia is like, it's like that, like the the eating the whipped cream on top of ice cream it's like oh man this is the best like one of the best parts like it's it's i'm looking back maybe i'm misremembering things but it's far enough away to where it doesn't really affect me now you know it's like okay i can look back on that Mm -hmm. and me thinking about it in this way is not going to change my perception on myself you know but if you did it like like you were saying if you did it like if you were in a 
situation where you went on vacation and a week passed and you still got a week to go and you're already looking back on that one week. It's like, that just happened yesterday. That just happened two days ago. Then I think, like, then you start, it's not nostalgia. It's just, like, remembering the now, I yeah. guess, you know? It is, it, yeah, it happened yesterday. yesterday. It happened in the past. I get that. But there's no nostalgia feeling to that. Like, the nostalgia comes from year, uh, not a year, it doesn't have to be years, but just a moment where you are disconnected for a while and then you come back to it. And it's like, oh, okay, yeah. I, 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 you yeah. know, not misremembered, but uh, I didn't. I, it didn't forget it, but it was on the back burner for years, and then I haven't thought about it. And then something sparked that thought, and I was like, oh, man, that was a good moment. I can think of a good moment within yeah. this time and that relates to this feeling, and it's like it's a happy – it's usually – nostalgia for me is usually always a happy feeling because who likes remembering the bad stuff that they that they did in life, you know? Uh, and I've definitely had those moments too. That's where, you know, that's where self-reflection's coming in, but um, – just like for the fact of looking back <laughs> on it, you're, I don't know. Like, how long have for you, do you, do you think? Is it like years, like whenever you're like, I have that nostalgia? Is it like, oh, that's my childhood? Or is it more of, hey, that happened like last year? You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel, I feel like most of my nostalgic feelings come from my childhood memories. And my, I have like barely any memory of my childhood. So they're mm-hmm, very yeah. far and few between like. <laughs> I don't have many, so I'm holding on tight. Um, but I think, like, I don't know, like, after a little while, like, perfect example, um, like, after freshman year in the dorms, when I met all of my close college friends, and we lived in this shitty-ass dorm, this dormitory, and we got so close to one another because we didn't want to be in our piece-of-shit rooms. Like, we forced each other to hang out with just yeah. to make that experience better. And I look at those times, and I'm like, man, that's, like, one of the best years of my life. Even though I have distinct memories of me not being mm-hmm. able to wait to get out of there. Or me having all these issues with one or two people. Or the bad things, I don't know. I, I And that was just a few years ago. And even, like post-covid world like i am still thinking i post-covid like you know towards the end of covid world yeah for real um i look back and i i miss all these things that i would do before everything got shut down like Mm -hmm. i miss frenchman street so much even though frenchman street is back i i don't know i still haven't been just because i'm terrified that it's not going to be as good as when i left it oh yeah yeah, yeah, like yeah, like holding yourself back on events and situations that you enjoyed as a yeah. kid. Yeah, that's. I mean, we were talking a little bit about that with like movies and sequels, but that's. I totally, I totally get that. Like, you don't want to ruin the memory that you have of how good that place was in the yeah. time that it took place. <laughs> yeah, and I then, just don't want to go back. And you don't want to go back. I do want to go back, and I will go back. It's just I've been so hesitant to go back because I'm like, man. I, the only uh, I want to go back when it's in full swing, not when it's you know just getting started back up. Yep. Like I want to be there to when it's like back in the groove of things. Um. It's like I don't know. I don't think there's really a set time for me. Okay. It's just it's just some things become more nostalgic than others do. Yeah. It's like you can't really pick and choose. It's, no. And it doesn't. I think nostalgic happens when you start explaining something. It's like your dorm situation. In the moment, you're if you were mindful in the moment, you're like, damn, I really want to get out of here. This place sucks. All of us are 
you know, in this room, like in this one fucking common area, just shooting the shit because we have nothing better to do. And then you look back, like in the moment, in the if you're mindful, you'd be like, man, this sucks. But then you look back and you're like, oh, wow, I'm actually really thankful because I met so many people. We yeah. were forced to be in this situation. And I think more times than not, it goes back. It goes that way. Where at the time it was terrible. Then you look back and you're like, no, that was actually good for me at that moment. That was and I'm happy. Fantastic. That's yeah. like the nostalgic for me. But with, you know, if I'm lumping it back to that first story that you said, it's like the opposite happens. The exact opposite happens with like people in your life. And you go, you go, oh man, I have such good times. And like, we had such great times. It's going to be awesome. It was good for me yeah. then. Then you get back from it and you're like, man, this is not good for me now. Like something about this is off. Like, We've changed something. Yeah. Events have occurred, and then you go back, and it's just not, and it's not as good. It ruins that person for you a little bit, like taints the memories. It ruins a little, those times yeah, for me. and yeah. it happens the exact opposite of I think in in my eyes. Like I have I have great like great memories that I look back on with great joy and nostalgia. But more, you know, I think it is more yeah. nostalgia comes from having a bad event and then realizing no, that was good for me in the time of something like <laughs> like right. like something my parents have never uh, like harshly punished me like i was spanked and you know hit in the back of the head when i was stupid or something you know nothing nothing like dramatic um and like looking back on it like like the moments that that happened because it was so rare i was like yeah i would have done the same like i i understand because i was being a little shit like i was i would have i would have like i would have thumped me too you know (laughs) i would have gave myself a little pat on the butt (laughs) and uh and those moments, it's like it's it was bad. It was like it made me feel shameful, it made me feel embarrassed, and all in the moment. And then you get it, and you're like, "Nah, I'm glad I got whooped in that moment." Because it really- <laughs> have I have I told you the story of um, God? I I honestly like I didn't get spanked that often as a kid. I did when I was, you know, when I deserved yeah. it. it. Take with that as as you will, but. Um, I distinctly remember one time, and I just told a story to Allison the other day, of me being, like, four years old at a Shoney's, you know, like an all-you-can-eat buffet yep. place, and my dad, he gets me a plate of food, and he tells me to spit out my gum, and so I take my gum, and I toss it behind me, and it lands in the, in the mashed potatoes, like, on the buffet line, and then the lady, like, two seats next to us, is chewing on my gum from these mashed potatoes. Fuck! She's like, there's gum in my mashed potatoes. And my dad is just like, where's your gum? (laughs) He didn't see that. Needless to say, I couldn't sit for a week after that, but that one just like sticks with me. (laughs) Even though that's one of those rare nostalgic things where it's like man that is pretty hilarious like i look fondly at that memory even though it really did suck at the time and i like didn't know any better but like <laughs> some lady's fucking chewing on some juicy fruit <laughs> like flavorless juicy fruit not even like fresh stick and cut like in her lost flavor no. it's like these mashed potatoes are a little it's chewy mashed potato flavor bro <laughs> what are you talking about bro see that he's like man i've been chewing this bite of mashed potatoes for like four minutes what's going on here oh yeah that i think that's the best is like when you get in trouble for doing something and then you look back and you're like man i fucking i got ripped for that but man i'm happy that happened man, i deserve it yeah like the pivotal moments in your life. <laughs> oh man. 
so funny. Uh, so that... funny. Sorry, lady. Sorry. Sorry lady, but... <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> Dude. I don't know. I, you know, I think about also, like, sometimes we're scared to make new memories because, especially at a place that we've enjoyed before. So, like, kind of going back on, you know, the French Mystery yeah. example. I love it so much there that part of the reason why I don't want to go back right away is because I'm scared I won't be able to, like, catch that lightning in a bottle of what made me fall in love with it in the first mm-hmm. place again. Now, I feel like it's going to be a little mm-hmm. ruined for me. And I think about that sometimes where it's like, oh, man, like, do I really want to hang out with this group of people that I met by happenstance and really enjoyed our first few interactions with one another? Like, like our bar yeah, yeah. friends, right? Like, you meet this really cool group of people at the bar. You have a great night. Then you see him again, and it's like, man, is this going to yep. be as good? Like, that was such a good night. We got some wild mm-hmm. antics. Like, all these different things happen. And now you're expecting too much, and it's just like, you kind of set yourself yep. up for failure to where you can't find something to be nostalgic about in the mm-hmm. future, you know? Yeah. I don't know. That's something that... Yeah, that like, live it, living in the shadow yeah. of, like, your past experiences is... I mean, that's a real thing. I I I have tough time with that too because yeah. there's some things that the first time like, it's like that feeling of doing the, something for the first time it's like really exciting it's like oh okay this is brand new yeah. then you do like it's like skydiving if you went skydiving once and you remember it you're like fuck all right that was an adrenaline rush not that your second time won't be that way but it'll be different like it'll be you have you have experience now it's like maybe I'm not gonna say maybe not as fun but you have to like I think with that is. Since you grew as a person, maybe, it, you know, I'm not saying with the bar friends in a week or so, but like, you just have to have, like, you know, the same, it doesn't have the same shock value and just new exactly. frontier. And so I think with that, before. with that lens, yeah. like, it, like, yeah, it's like, okay, the, I think the thing with that is, is, you know, find something, you're not going to fall in love with the same thing because that shock factor is gone, but it's, it's real exciting to like put yourself in a position where like now you're, it's like a, this is the prime example. If you visit Las Vegas when you're 17. Like you're you can't like you're just young enough to get into a club. You can't really do anything other than like go to shows. Yeah. Las Vegas is still fun. They still have a lot of stuff to do. But then like and you like let's say you still enjoy yourself. But that first time you went to Vegas was amazing. And then you go back five years yeah. later. You know like let's say now you're seven now you're twenty two, and you can drink. You can go everywhere anywhere you want. You know if you have the money whatever. And now it's just a. Now you're just furthering the things that you can do. Now you're now you have a new reason why you're going to fall in love with that place. Like like in 17 you fell for you fell yeah. in love with it cuz maybe you went to a great show and you were there with some family and you had some good meals. And then next time you go, like the factor of oh, Las Vegas may lost the luster, but now I can like I'm old I'm older now. I now I can do new things. And so now you can like go to your first bar. Mm-hmm in Las Vegas. Now you have a new reason to fall in love with it. Yeah. And I think with Frenchman Street like that shock factor may be gone, but now you're going to get there and you're going to, you know, maybe meet some people, have a different experience that's going to make you fall. And it'll be different from the first reason, but you'll fall in love with it again. And it'll be like, oh, now I'm older and like mm-hmm. this is what's making me happy now. And this is still providing me that happiness. It's just in a different way. And I think, yeah, it's like. Yeah. Oh, I will yeah, be back it's like, soon. Don't get me wrong. I, yeah, it's no a Frenchman Street. It's, it's pivotal. It's awesome. I love it. 
it's fun. It's uh, but yeah, it's I think great. it's like if you have the expectation of it's going to be the same, then yeah, you're going to set up yourself for failure because like what you thought was fun years ago is not fun for you now. You know, it's like okay, I'm not, I can't look for the same yeah. fun if I think what I think is fun has changed. You know, based on like my activities that I do now. So yeah, it might be a thing where yeah, yeah, you just you'll get there. And you'll feel a little, you'll feel a little weird of being like, I remember how good this was, and I remember like the fun I had, and then something weird or something new will happen, and you're like, oh, this is why I love because every time I come here, mm-hmm. it's a fucking new thing, or like every time I come here, I just have a, such a different experience or that something, is true. and every time you go back is now forming a nostalgic memory, and it's like, oh fuck, like, <laughs> so, but like I totally, totally get that. <laughs> I, I also love how we fall out of love with things. Like, I used mm-hmm. to love playing video games. Used to, like, you know, like any other, you know, kid. Yeah, like Xbox 360 Live. Um, bro, dude, Modern Warfare 2, Xbox, like, after school. Oh, All my your friends hop God. on the chat. You, yeah. No beating it. And then, na- it's like, now, it, most new games I play, I'm like, man, this just ain't it. I'm just not enjoying yeah, myself. Exactly. Like and so it's like, yeah, it's like video games. It's that same thing with everything else. You just like you, you lose love for it in that same way you had love for it. But now if you're if you want to like keep that excitement going, you gotta find something new to love about it. And it's gonna change. It's like, all right. Exactly. <laughs> like, and I you know, if I if I can lump this exactly. in with the the whole friend thing, because that's been really bugging me lately of keeping up with friends who you feel like don't deserve it just because you have nostalgia with them or things like that. Maybe not deserve it, but uh Yeah just like you have you have this sense of obligation just because you have so much time spent with this because you know them and because you know and, them. Uh, yeah. it's like video games that you were just saying it, your love for them fades because now you guys are doing different things and different life processes and things that are going um but yeah. i swear to god I, like this is where it comes for me is like with friends like that i don't want to go back and I want to like I don't want to like take two steps back so I can hang out with you again. That's not why I want to do this. I just want to be able to, yeah. Like if we can share that memory, like playing video games with your best friend. Like if we can all hop on Xbox Live 360 again and just like maybe relive that moment and just the who we are right now it doesn't have to be the same. We're you know we're going to say different stuff. It's going to mean something a little different than it did, but we're still doing that activity. Maybe mm-hmm. like things like that will like keep sparking your love for them or something like that. I don't I don't know. Maybe like I'm just, I'm just like spitballing like things of like how to keep up with people that you feel nostalgic for cuz I hate that sense of obligation cuz I don't want to be like, "Oh, we have we have years together. Yeah. I like I have to be friends with you." It's like, "No, I don't. Absolutely. Life is too short for me to be no. thinking about this and feeling obligated and like to to go do th- I don't know. Maybe I'm just like speaking out of my ass right now but no i don't think so i don't think so i think that is something that we need to not you and i specifically just you know just people in general of just they're when it comes to friends and those lifelong friends that you've had of just honestly honestly no i'll say this too um finding reasons to like fall in love with your you know whatever made you mm-hmm. love it again it's like my friend whose wedding we went to and my friend kenny are the exact two opposite dis you know um mm-hmm. oh Lord, examples of this where 
Kenny and I, we fell out of touch for a little while. You know, we'd still hang out like once a year just to catch up and then that'd be mm-hmm. it. We wouldn't really talk to each other much. Same thing with, I'll call him Greg. Mm-hmm. You know, me and Greg doing whatever. And more recently, the last like year or two, Kenny and I have really just sparked up our friendship. Like, he's, he was my oldest friend in the world. One of them, anyway. Mm-hmm. He's like my best friend since I was 10 years old. And now it's just like, Dude, we're still dogs. Like, we're still, like, we, we didn't outgrow each other. Like, we still, <laughs> I don't know. We, we grew not so much apart, both upwards, but kind of in different directions. And we kind of circled back. And we have, you know, my friendship with him now is stronger than it ever was as a kid, I feel like. Yep. But the same didn't happen with Greg. <laughs> you know, like, and now, as bad as I feel about yeah, it, it's yeah. like, why do I feel bad? This should be something that, listen, man, like this, I, I hate, I used to like bell peppers as a kid. Don't like bell peppers anymore. I'm not forcing myself to stick around and eat bell peppers all the time. Green bell peppers, let me be specific. Mm-mm. Like, I love, <laughs> this is such a weird analogy or metaphor, like, but like, <laughs> I love <Go> for it. <laughs> the, the hint of green bell pepper in in Cajun cooking, mm-hmm. it's part of the holy trinity of celery, onion, and green peppers. Yeah, I was like, you yeah. are in New Orleans. <laughs> I love what it leaves behind, but I hate the actual thing. You know what I mean? I love the the aroma, mm-hmm. the, yeah, yeah, the yeah. way it flavors things, but I hate the actual flavor of the pepper itself. It's good to have around, okay. you know? But it's not what I'm focused on. <laughs> That's a no. That's a it's an amazing analogy. Yeah, no, because I, I think like changing of your taste buds happens on average every seven years of your life, something like that. You fall in love without a food and drinks yeah. and whatever the case may be. And it's a great way to look at friendships because, I mean, like you said, I used to love bell peppers. Now that's changed, and you're not. It's like ah, it, things happen. happen. Like things change. I don't know why it happened. It's like unexplainable a little bit. Like biologically, probably can make sense of it. And like, like you're saying, you can look in the friendship and it makes yeah. sense of it some way, somehow. But there's a point to it where you just go, oh, I don't like green peppers anymore. And it's yeah. like, that's it. That's it. You just, you just got to move on. And it's, it's weird because like the, with the sense of obligation that we were talking about, the, there's a part of you where it's like, what, it's like, oh, well, like, you know, my mom's favorite dish that she loves to cook mm-hmm. has green peppers in it. I got to deal with it. You know, it's like, ah, like <laughs> there's like, there's some hold or some sentiment with like, Okay, it's my mom cooking, yeah. like I gotta eat it. And then like there's like, oh, I don't get it very often, so I'm gonna enjoy it, like even if I don't yeah. really like it. And it's like, no, like like no, just because like you're at the you're at this age now, like make your own decision and say no. Like it, or not no, but just don't make the same considerations you would make yeah. previously. And it's like, you know, because there's no they didn't do they haven't done anything for you in your life. And I'm not saying damn peppers. If no one's doing anything. Yeah. <laughs> damn peppers, like what have you, what have you done for me? <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's I and I don't want to say like cuz I don't I don't quantify relationships in like what you do for me, but there is a little yeah. bit of that because I think of what you do for me can be super small. Like writing me a Christmas letter yeah. or something. It's like, okay, we haven't talked in a year, but if you do that, it's just, I'm still on I'm your still mind, you're still me, thinking yeah. about me, you're still wishing me good well, like that's that's great. But like if you didn't and we just stopped talking for a little while and we get back to it, I'm not angry at it. I just like I'm Whenever I think about you, I'm gonna remember the good memories. And if I meet you again, and those memories start to be like, "Well, you were really happy back then, and now you're not," or like we're not clicking the same way, yeah. 
it's like I get you get so hurt, and I'm like, ah, like why what what happened to us, you know, that we can't be friends anymore? Like what like what you've just changed in a way where you don't really help me anymore. You you changed in a way where like your your value is definitely not apparent anymore in yeah. my life, and and that that's where it's hard too because for me, what you guys. They were so good for me at that point in my life, and now they're not. And I understand that, and I'm not mad about that, because that's only like mostly my own doing and things like that, where you just lose touch, and then you don't. You like you said, phone works two ways. I get that. Um, but I I don't know. It's like the expectation of falling back into this friendship. It's like I think everyone goes through that, where then you just you just talk about the good times that you had with each other, and then you move on. Like all you all you do is sit around and talk about yeah. all of the memories that you had. And then once you stop doing that, it's like what do we talk about now? And then you just go and it's like okay, all we did was talk about what we used to yeah. do. And like no nothing was gained from this, nothing. Which is I think those moments are great like at a mm-hmm. bar if you're meeting up with an old friend, like, those, those moments are great. Remember those good times and talk about them and have a good moment with somebody that you know, that you knew and felt like fell in love with and like had a great friendship with. But like the 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 attachment that I have on that situation is like no longer existent. Yeah. Like like you're not gonna affect like when I leave, I'm not gonna have any anxieties about our friendships. I'm not gonna have this like oh we, you know we had this great moment now like we're best friends again. Like I'm gonna move on with the same inclination of being like okay we faded and we were friends we had a good moment but we're not still not friends in the sense of like the definition of it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like. You're a friend in my heart for sure. Always will be and love you. But it's like it's come and gone at that moment yeah. where like my actual value of you is now just like an ornament. And when that ornament's in front of me, it's like, oh, I like appreciate the beauty of it. Appreciate the like what you know, the way you're shining, the way you're doing your thing. But you know, you're, After it's you're over, just like then you goes back in the closet. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. It just goes back in the closet until next Christmas comes around. You yeah. know, it's like, okay, and I know that's a weird example, but no, I think that's, that's kind of the way I think about yeah. it. And it's like, with with friends, I just, it, it's it's cool because um, what I used to do is held the held my old friends to the same standards that I held them mm-hmm. to back then. And uh, I don't know. Like, it makes you think of like, man, you were funnier back then, or like, you were crazier back then, or like, you were, yeah. you changed, like, and that's where that, <laughs> you've changed. And I'm like, of course I have. No like, shit. I'm a grown ass man now. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. So, you're not wrong. You know, and it's like, so that's the way I, yeah, I just have to look at it, because I don't know. Like, because I, if my friends are starting to make mistakes now, we talked a little bit this about in a previous episode, where if you get in front of a friend that you've had for a long time, mm-hmm. they start making, or saying some real dumb shit or something that's not clicking with you anymore. And you're like, man, like I would never be like, I'm not like that anymore. Like I can't get behind you on that or something. Um, you justify it where you're like, Oh, well, like, you know, he wasn't like that five years ago. Yeah. You know, like we had good memories or like, you know, I can look past this like weird thing he said because we had good moments back then. Yeah. And it's, I don't know. I'm like with nostalgic friendships, they're not real because you're just hanging out based on your previous like inclinations of what happened before. I don't know if that's the right word to use, but uh, you just have like, you you just put pressure on the friendship based on what is what was and not yeah. what is. You're not really focused and on it, making new memories. It's just reminiscing on the old ones. 
Yeah, and it's, yeah. I don't know, people change, and, like, if you guys can, and, like, you and Kenny, with, like, when you guys came back together and you started talking, you guys were having real conversations, became, you guys were talking about life, yeah, there was a little bit rem- reminiscing, of course, you guys had is, years yeah. of friendship before, and I, talk, I mean, it's fun to be like, yeah, remember how dumb we were, like, all that stuff, it's great, I think those moments are fun, but you also took a break and were like, hey, all right, like, I'm dating Allison now, and, like, I'm having this these like things have come up between us or something and you and you can like reopen yourself to be vulnerable again in the now and yeah. it's like okay like that's where this friendship is now growing still and it's like okay we can start back but if you know you get from friends that you had years ago and it's like okay i'm not going to bring up my problems to y'all yeah. like it, it's it's like that same bar friend mentality where you're like okay well or like going home for the holidays yeah. you're just like i'm happy for this little bit of time and then I'm gonna go back to my daily life, and that's the facade of nostalgia. It's like, okay, you're gonna, I'm gonna hide myself in certain little bits of way, kind of be that person, or like not act like that same person, but like I remember the qualities that yeah. I had that made that friendship work. So I click into those, like yeah. being a being a jokester in situations, or being like the like I remember being the one of the biggest stoners in my friend group in high school. So like I play the jokes about that now. And like, even though I'm like not about that anymore and stuff like that, like I, yeah. I click into those things and it's, that's the facade is like, okay, I'm playing this character who I was, but not who I am. And it's not an, a, an, a manipulative factor. I'm not doing it for, um, I, any no, sake it's just of you like, being the person that they remember. It's just you being, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's like the, the reason I think of, of my friends who I haven't seen in a while, but I'm still going to go to their wedding and stand next to them is like, because we've had very few conversations throughout our lives since we separated. But every time that conversation is like, Oh man, like how you doing? How you, what's, how have you grown? How, like what's going on in your life? We talk yeah. about the now and the situation. So I can, every year I can come up and be like, Hey, what, you know, what was that problem? Or what was that? You know, like, did you, what was that? Not, it doesn't even have to be a problem. I'm just like, you. Oh yeah. I remember like when you did that last year, and it's like something you just like keep up with. But if you can only go back to if the only thing you can talk about is something you did in high school or like something way back and like years ago, it's like it's you have to like start and it's starting new. Yeah. Like you have to be like, OK, man, what you've been up to, what you've been on I'm your Jordan. mind, like what's nice to meet. you have to like yeah. relearn someone's thought process because it's changed and like yeah. the way what they think is funny and all this different stuff. What you guys used to is not there anymore. It's like starting a new friendship, basically. So I I I. I kind of don't have I in my own life I'm just like I don't have the patience for that. Like I get I get annoyed at myself because I tell myself that like ah like I I don't have time to keep up with old friends to like just egg this like situation that we had yeah. 4 years ago to keep it going. Like I'm not I I think I came like a, it's and it's a hard realization. It's not something that I've it's not like a light switch moment or anything for me. It's just a it's like Something may have happened. Like I met, I saw someone's Instagram. Like oh, I haven't seen them in years. Like, oh, like they look like they're doing well. Like oh, whatever I can tell from online. And yeah. if we talked again, we would probably only talk about the back, you know, the the, the back then things or like the you know our history together. And it's like oh, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not in to start a new friendship with someone I already felt like I know or knew. Yeah. You know, because that feels weird. It's like it goes against. It's like a paradox. It goes against. Yeah. A, it's like I knew you. But now I don't. It's like so we have it's to start this sense over. Of awkwardness like, of like, oh man, yeah, I know. I should have called. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> God, that's the fucking worst, man. <laughs> uh, it's like, oh man, we'll do better. Let's grab lunch next week. You'll see him next fucking year. Yep, <laughs> like that's yep. just how it goes. Uh, yeah, and that's fun. That's that's cool of me. Like I have, you know, it's like it's not gonna ruin my day if that happens because I don't have much 
it, it sounds it sounds cynical. I don't just don't have much value, or I don't hold much weight to it. So it's like if it doesn't it, fall yeah. through, if it falls through, it's like ah, I didn't, I didn't get to see them. That's okay. Like the once a time a year I saw them. I I have this weird thing too because I, it's hard to talk about for me personally because I don't want to put my family on blast or anything. Um, but I feel like a lot of people feel this where it's like a it's the cousin syndrome like that I was feeling earlier like. I love my cousins, and we every time we see each other at Christmas or a holiday or something, we all goof off. It's great. We come back together. We love mm-hmm. each other. We're family. But I, that's the only time I see them, talk to them. Like, we're not friends. Like, I, I will say, like, we're acquaintances. Like, I would imagine, like, I, it's yeah. like that, you know, of course we see each other. We'll have lunch. We'll do whatever. We, we love each other. We'll, like, entertain it. But then, like, you go on, and it's like, okay, that person left, and, like, they're doing their own thing now. It's like, we're not friends, and it's like, that's the kind of yeah. the way I feel about it, is, like, your value is still there. You're not completely, like, I'm not, I don't hate you. I don't, like, yeah. show you, throw you to you're a side. You're not a worthless like, thing to me. You're not worthless. Just, so I don't yeah. think of it that way. I just think of it as, like, just like that, it's that chore you just can't get to. You know, yeah. It's like ah, like yeah. I, I already did. Like I already swept the floors. I already mopped the, you know, mopped the what, mopped up the mess I already made, and like I don't have time to clean the litter box or something today. Like it's like it's like that thing. You just like it's, it feels like a that. chore <laughs> that you just can't get to. And I know yeah. that sounds really bad, but it's that's just life. And like I think just, friends and family. Yeah. If you're really close with your your friends more so than your family, I feel like you feel that more of the extent. But if you're on the opposite, like where you're really really close with your family, then sometimes your friends feel that way, and it's like. Yeah. It's like, I still have value for you. I don't want you to think you're worthless. I don't want you to think that I don't care about you. But it's not communicated in this way because are you actually going to tell your cousins, like, we're not friends. Like, oh, like I don't have value for you the same way I have value. You know, you're not going to say that to your family because, like, that doesn't help anybody. It doesn't help you. It doesn't help them. It's like. Because then you're still seeing them next year. Yeah, exactly. It's like, I'm still, <laughs> you're still going to be there for some reason. You're like, still going to be there. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, I. <laughs> We're talking about weddings, and I got I'm being invited to my cousin Ariel's wedding here soon, and she's awesome. Like we we've grown up, you know. Obviously, we've known each other our whole lives. I like I met her, her man that she's marrying, and I and, you know I'm encouraging to her to make her own decisions or whatever, and it's great. And she's she contacted me over Instagram. I was like, hey, if you, you know, I moved up. You moved up to Philly. What's uh, your address? And I've been here for two, three months now, and like. She's just now asking me, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm in. I'm being invited yeah. to her wedding that's in like a month or so. Like, you know, super close. Like, I should have got this invite yeah. a long time ago, and then now, like, you're just now following up, which I'm not mad about. I don't. I want to make this clear. I'm not like I'm not cynical or like I'm not malice any time of this. I just think of like if y'all was like, I'm pretty sure you gave your best friends the first day you made your invitations you wrote your best friends down and made sure they got them right like that's sign sealed delivered yeah sign sealed delivered and then me i was like that the b list of being like all right like who do i have to invite who do i have to have there like i want them there but they're also just like they're just gonna be there for me and i'm i'm putting words in my cousin's mouth i actually don't know how she feels this is all just like my own internal being you are the a-list yeah and like your a-list people and your b-list people and it's like with friends and nostalgia, I feel like that B-list friend, and it's just like if it comes around, it comes around. If it doesn't, it's okay. Like, yeah. And it's like I I try not to have any hurt feelings about it, but it's like I'm gonna treat you the way you treat me. And if I'm not like a priority in your life, you're not gonna be a priority in mine. And if you 
are like, and, and if nostalgia is the only thing keeping us together, then there's nothing real about this because I'm not who I was. Yeah. And it's, I'm not, and I, I know I put a lot of pressure on my cousin saying like, you know, maybe she doesn't care about me as much as her friends, which is, I don't know. <laughs> who knows what's true anymore, but. Um, you're getting deep with it. I know. Like, I'm just like spiraling now. Like, I, cause I, I, no, I'm sounding good. really mad and like, really like, oh my God, you don't care about me. Cause that's not it at all. Cause. Just yeah, and like yeah. you just have family members that you just don't talk to very often, but you still love them. I guess I love my family dearly. I'm a family yeah. man. Uh, as much as like yeah. I hate them sometimes and they hate me, like we have our struggles. But uh, I have some family I absolutely adore. The fact that I see them once a year that's why I adore about them. You know what I'm saying? Yes, like, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Like there, I'm not. I'm not gonna name names, but there's just some family members that like every time I see them. I'm like, oh, thank God. I'm like, it's only for today. Like, <laughs> it's yeah. only for today. Like, just deal with, just, only just laugh, that. and make everyone else laugh, and get out of there. Like, <laughs> like, I will say, I will say, always. This is a little off topic, but always have an escape plan for a family event. Always bring your own vehicle yep. if you can. I was gonna don't ride with I anybody. I preached that too. I was uh, now you told me that a little while ago. You were like, "Yep, I you you had a cousin that told you that." And then I was like, I didn't even really think about it. I was like, "Oh man, like if I need to go, I need to go." And like yeah. I don't want to ruin my own reputation within my family, so I'm just gonna go before something happens. <laughs> my like. My mom's always saying, yeah, just ride with us. Just ride with us. I'm like, nah, I'll follow you. It'll I'll be find great. my way there. Don't worry about it. I'll find my way there. I'll stay for an hour. <laughs> I'll crack some jokes. <laughs> say hello to everybody. I'll go down the line, say hello, and then go back around and say goodbye. Oh, my God. Just... Yeah, I didn't even really think about like family when I was, I was thinking more of friends because it's, it's a little bit more emotionally involved for me when I think about friends. But yeah. family is a great way to think about nostalgia because me and my cousins were so close when we were kids. Every every I remember we have so many pictures of us at our grandma's house, and my grandma had these stairs where you could – like they were free-floating uh, – like steps so you could like put your you could like sit on one and face the stairs and like put your legs through and then as like a little yeah. kid we used that as like our table like the kids table for christmas and stuff like that because we had so i have like 14 cousins first cousins ridiculous <laughs> there's a lot of us it's a lot of stairs and so we would all be like lined up on the stairs like with we would be sitting on one with our plates on the next one and then the next row would be another row mm-hmm. of cousins and, and it was so funny because like the way our we have every age range in my group, so it would be like the youngest pe- or the youngest people were on the bottom because they had the shortest legs, and then it would just get older as you got, you know, <laughs> yeah. go up the stairs. And there were so many pictures I look back and I'm like, yeah. wow, we were we were like the family. Like when you think of like a family cookout, that was it. Like we were all there, we were all having a good time. Those were my best friends. I remember like making up dances with all my cousins and just being goons as kids. And now I look yeah. back on it, it's that feeling of like, I know we had all these great moments as kids together, but now we're just in a room of full of anxiety driven people <laughs> or like people with their own anxieties who have a perception on the world now. And everything is just weird. It's like, we're, we know each other, we're close, but we don't know each other. And like, we're having to like fake this, that we're, you know, friends because we're family thing. And I'm just like, oh, I yeah. hate that. And, like, I didn't even think. I like <laughs> Look, I didn't even really think about I that. Like <laughs> I yeah. do and like I, it. And I want to say I don't, do I don't like feel it. that with my parents or my siblings in any means. Um, just because, like, I see them and talk to them so much that it's, I don't, you know, I'm obviously very, like, in touch with yeah. them. So, I, like, they're excluded from this conversation. It's mainly just, like, distant 
friends and or different, you know, distant family I don't see very often. And <laughs> speaking of, I know this is a side note. I'm gonna be an uncle. I know. Hell I yeah. Know. I, I'm so well, welcome I'm to so the uncle excited, life, dude. I'm part of the club. <laughs> dude, I can't lie. Being an uncle is it's mm-hmm. pretty great. It's because you get your fix of the of the family time with the little one and then you can send them right back home it's a good yep. time me and my mm-hmm. nephews I, think, I love my nephews mm-hmm. but jesus christ after two hours i can't wait for them to leave <laughs> that's the best version of birth control you'll ever I'm have just, brother <laughs> i'm just like michael come get your kids <laughs> <laughs> come get this fucker he's annoying me oh my god <laughs> oh i can't wait for those moments to like just low-key corrupt the kid. Like, low-key. Not like, here, here's a beer when you're seven. Nothing like mm-hmm. that. But that those moments that you have of, like, you're 12 years old, and you have, like, a funny meme that's probably inappropriate for a child, and you're like, look at this. It's funny. Like, or, like, the, you know, you're 16, and you're at a cookout, and you're like, yeah, have a sip of my beer or something. Yeah. You know, like, something like that. Like, the low-key fun uncle shit. That's, like, what I'm looking... I can't wait. Yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> or, like... Eating ice cream at 2 p.m. or something when your mom has never let you done that. Something like that, you know? Like, I love going to, I love going to Uncle Marty's house. Like, spoil some dinner! <laughs> exactly. Like, I would just, it'll be a, it'll be a wreck of a time. Hoot and a holler, because I, I, I'm so happy to be the youngest in my family. Because, like, the wave of marriage and the wave of uh, kids and stuff, I used to, like, because I was in such a committed relationship in college, I thought I was going to be the first one. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, "Oh, I'm a, I'm gonna I'm on my way there," and my siblings are nowhere near it, and they're older than me. And then when that broke up, or when that broke off, my whole family and like me, all my siblings were single. We were all like in this boat together. No one was settling down. No one was having kids. And my mom was like, "What's what the fuck? Am I not going to get anything? Like, are all my kids just going to die alone?" Like. <laughs> Let alone, you know, like what is a this? couple years later. Yeah, like, like she's like, like uh, every dream she's had of being a grandmother is like out the door now. And she's like, none of my kids are in love. <laughs> I had you kids specifically so you could have kids. What are you doing? <laughs> That's a, no. I swear to God, I agree with people who say that because I do not want to be a parent, but I definitely want to be a grandparent. Yeah, like, I one hundred percent. I just want to skip that stage of being a parent because I don't want to do it. I don't. It sounds terrible. Just like I, I could just be a grandparent. You know, like I know the way I'm going to live my life now is like, and now every time I'm if I if I ever get to meet this niece niece or nephew of mine, and God forbid, you know. Pray it's all it's all good, but uh, just like I'll have those fun moments, and then that kid will grow up, and then realize like at the time of when he's our age, being like, oh, I remember when Uncle Marty gave me my first beer, or like I like the little. That's the like I want to form memories for a little person just so they have the good memory, not because of my sake, because I think the most best memories I have in my family functions is like an uncle or my brother or my cousins. We went up to did some like random stuff yeah. and then those are like when i look back i'm like oh i remember when like my uncle yeah. like, gave me a sip of that or i gave me, i remember when like my my aunt did that you know like gave me something when my dad said it, no and like something like that you know stuff that's yeah you're not wrong <laughs> nostalgic about families like i was really close with my uncles growing up just because they lived like so close to my grandma to my grandparents yeah and i was over there all the time so like when i was like nine and ten like when i was young my uncle my uncle Daryl, for example, who was like the youngest 
brother of on my dad's side. Mm-hmm. He's really not that much older than I am. And he's just like, he was like my older brother. Like, he's like 15 years older than me or something, you know, just, and I don't know. I had really good memories with him. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, damn, I look back at that now. I'm like, man, that's cool of him that he actually, you know, wanted to have fun. Yeah, no, exactly. Me, yeah, it's like the ropes, moments where yeah. you you break your moral code just a little bit, not enough to like cause a scene, just enough to be like I would never give a minor or anything like that. Like I would never buy alcohol for a minor or something like that. Yeah, but like if I would give like my someone who I cared about, like my niece or nephew or something like that, like their first beer or something, you know, and I, like I want like yeah. the littlest memories to like them to look back on, and even me being like I remember I was the first one. I, I was. Uh... <laughs> So I'm goes. I'm excited for those those like little memories, but but uh, it, yeah, I I don't know. I didn't really think about it with family because that's that's such yeah, a touchy subject I. because they're always gonna be around. They're always there. They're always there. Like unless something you know really bad. Like oh my god! And we were talking about so it, it's kind of like a a nostalgic story that was ruined for me. And I'm I'm gonna put I'm not gonna put this family on blast or anything. Um, but I had a situation when I was in early college, and I was going home for July 4th. I was actually living in Lexington at the time, took some time off to go home. My favorite family member, and when I say favorite, I just mean I remember every family function I'd get there, and that was the person who was being wild and, and like crazy, and like they brought the fun and like the mm-hmm. situation. They were really awesome to hang out with every time. And that was when I was a little kid. I grew up. You know, you go to college, you kind of get distance from your family, you start learning more about yourself. And like I said, I was a pothead, and I was go. I went to my grandma's house for July Fourth, and in the moment, I get it. Like I, 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 I was like pothead kid, probably didn't want any things around, and but I was going to my grandma's house, and I left everything at home because I was like. I'm not going to disrespect my grandma's crib like this, you know? Like, yeah. this is her space. So I'm not going <laughs> Like, you know, I'm also going to a family function. Like, this was, like, kind yeah. of like a family reunion kind of deal. Like, I'm not going to be high. I'm not going to smoke weed while I'm there. Like, no one's here is, like, that's not their lifestyle. Like, I'm not going to cause a scene just because I want to smoke a little weed. Like, yeah. it's not that, not that yeah. big of a deal. So I left everything at home. And then, a f- like, this person that I respected and loved everything – came came up and they they had this whole backstory of doing really bad things to f- certain family members of mine and were mm-hmm. uncomfortable being at this family event because of that so he went to my grandma knowing that like I, I I'm known as like I smoke weed I'm very open about it in front of my family I don't care and so he went to my grandma and was like hey you know Martin's smoking weed he smells like weed he's like everywhere it's like we're all around and my grandma is like I like my grandma and me have just a relationship. I just I'm never gonna hurt that woman and never want to put in her position of that way. So she came to me like this person left the party and was like, "I'm going yeah. home. I hate this. Like I don't I don't need to be around this." And caused this whole scene. And everybody was like, "Why did he leave? What's going on?" And my grandma like pulled me aside, like just me and her privately was like, "Did you bring weed to my house? Like are you really doing that right now? This have family fun. Like laid into me." And I was like, whoa, 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 pump the brakes. This is, who are you? God damn, Grandma. Like, God damn, Grandma. <laughs> like, nah. Like, and I, I did the whole thing of, Grandma, I'd never do this to you. Like, yes, I smoke weed, but you yeah. know I'm not about it. Like, I'm, I'm here for family and love and good times. I would, I would never, like, I know you don't like it like that in your house. You know, I know it's, it's illegal, so I would never put you in that position. I'm, I'm here for good times. I would never do that to you. Yeah. And 
I was like, I was so hurt. I was so hurt that he projected all this uncomfortableness he was feeling onto me for a reason to leave. And it ruined my memory of him. It ruined everything that he had done and ruined everything that I remember of the good moments because it's just like we had all that built up and then you fucking cross me and then you cross me. And I'm like, you just you just made every nostalgic memory I have have this hatred lens on you now. Like every time I remember like, oh, you were we did that really fun thing. But you're an asshole, so it meant nothing. Like, <laughs> I hate that I do that, but I'm just like, it was like, I don't know, you crossed the line, and now all my nostalgic memories are bad of you, and now I'm like, now, I, now, because now I look for the things that you did that I was, I'm going to point out that were bad that I just, like, didn't yeah. really recognize. Like, now I'm, like, looking about, like, okay, when's the last time, like, what were actually happening of things that you did in this family that made me like that were you were just like hiding it from me because I was a little kid, you know, and that it's like just changed my whole perception on him. And selfishly just looking for the clap back. Yeah, I just selfishly <laughs> wish again. it didn't happen. Like, I just wish it was never said. And like all those good memories, even if he's like that person's a shitty person, like just wish it. I just didn't know it. I wish I was ignorant. Wish like I can look back on those memories and just look back on how I always look back on them. But now I can't because yeah. and it was like a whole scene. Like I had to, I got my dad involved and I was like, "Yo, this fucking happened." Like you go, like I can't do it. Like it's it's a family member. I like I, I have no control of this. Like what happened? You're the cl- you're closer to them. You're like, you know, you're their age. Like you know, you can reason with them. They're, I was like yeah. an early college kid, so I'm like, who wants to listen to a kid like that? You know. So yeah, it was just like it was just a moment where I I had to come to terms with. I thought I ruined the party, and like I look back on that moment and being like, my whole family was mad at me. My whole family was like, I ruined this moment. Everyone was like, I felt extremely uncomfortable after that because everyone thought I was high, and everyone thought like I was in this and everything I did because I'm a chill ass dude, sober or high. And so I would like open a beer and just like kick Can't back, confirm. and like I'd get the chuckle from my aunt being like, <laughs> like, like I know you're high, like, and I'm like, no, I'm at a fucking family fun, like don't, <laughs> you're, like you're making this terrible, like I'm uncomfortable because, and I, I get the jokes, like my family, they, they, we all rag on each other. I get when you're joking, but it wasn't joking at this moment. It was like, haha, <laughs> like way to bring weed in the house. Like, well, I was like, I didn't do any of this shit, and now, yeah, that's why it ruined everything. I was like, oh man, like. <laughs> So wrong, friend man. and friendships can work that way too. It's like you have all these great 100%. memories, and then they fucking do something where they where they do something to you that a your friends don't do to you now, and two that you, they have never done to you before. So you're like, ooh, what changed for you to treat me like that? Like, ooh, yeah. uh, uh-uh, uh, uh, uh. Like, I don't care if you don't like me. I don't care if you hate me now. Like, you ain't gonna. You're, you're, it just ruins all the like. If all you hate me shit. and you move on, just say shit. nothing and move on. Let me have those good memories. Like selfishly, I just like let me look back on and be like, okay, I still have memories, great memories of that person. Like don't like don't ruin the whole thing about it. And like, I don't know. It's uh, you're you're doing yourself a disservice if you if you're like trying to egg on old friendships that you just know are on the back burners all the time. Like it's just like, come on, man. Yeah. Like out of sight, out of mind is like a real thing with friends, and I think it's more with friends and family. Um but it's still like if you're out of sight and you, and I'm still in your mind, like I don't know the communication's got to be there. Like we still got to be having moments where I consider, hey, we're growing, or like I'm still keeping up with you. And it, yeah. and it can be once a year. It doesn't have to be 
like multiple times. You doesn't. There's Every no weekend, like quantify yeah. like way I can quantify it in any way. Like you have to talk to me three times before I think you're a friend. Like <laughs> nothing like that. But I don't know. I just get like we're only friends after the third. Yeah, no, just yeah. I don't know. Like no, if and especially I have this really big problem. This is a good conversation to have on later. But if like I get crossed, it's something in me. And maybe it was being raised in the South. But you were you were always going to be on my bad side. I may act like we're cool, and you may be cool, but I will never, ever put you back up on a pedestal uh, or, like, think of you in the same way. I will. You will do great things, and I will be skeptical of it, always. Like, I don't care. Like, <laughs> Dude, I think we... I, I know I touched on some of that, like, in the Cutting People Out episode. I know. I was just like, man, like, if I... I have such a long fuse with people, but once it goes out, like they're dead to me <laughs> like i just i don't care like you might care. as well just not i'm not gonna say not exist but just so, in my reality like you're gone yeah that's how it used to be anyway now not so much still some <laughs> Can, getting better at forgiveness. <laughs> getting better at forgiveness good for you man thanks <laughs> <laughs> Pedialyte oh, makes me forgive God. myself from the night before. Yeah. <laughs> Can't, confirm. Can't confirm. Oh my gosh. Well, man, <laughs> I think this is a solid spot. Oh man, it was good. It was. I really, you, yeah, was I really. Yeah, I really. I was. I was thinking like we went the whole episode without talking about events that we had together. And I was like, damn, we didn't even talk about anything that we went through. Just, like, together, not, like, (laughs) but, hey, (laughs) you're one of those, yeah, don't cross me, Jordan, because I want all these, I still want all these good memories, like, (laughs) (laughs) come here, motherfucker, let's be friends, we're gonna be friends forever, (laughs) friends forever, Oh my gosh. Oh yeah, that's a great great place to end it, guys. If uh, you can follow us at Almost Cool Pod, you can follow me at creation underscore of Martin. You can follow Hooter over there at Jordan Hooter underscore. If you have any thoughts, questions, concerns, you just want to vent, you want to talk to us, you want to say hey, please email us at almostcoolpod at gmail.com. And if you can, I know it sounds beggy, but please write us a, a review and rate us on Apple Podcasts if you can. It's been working wonders. Um, five, stars, five stars, yeah, please. all five of them if you can, <laughs> if you really enjoy it. Or one star if you didn't enjoy it. Let us, we love criticism, too, so we're open to it. Like, let us know. Uh, and, yeah, don't, cross don't you cross me. <laughs> don't you do it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we'll be, we'll be back next week with some more juicy topics. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody.